This is Solar Spotlight, a special edition of Contractor's Corner from Solar Power World. Hi everybody, I'm Billy Lute, Associate Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Few manufacturers can say they've been working in the solar industry for three decades, and only one can say it's been producing rayless roof mounts for residential solar projects just as long. Rooftech Inc.'s parent company has been in the roofing industry since 1968 in Japan and began manufacturing solar mounts in 1994, then expanded to the U.S. market in 2012 with its rayless roof mounts. Today, I'm joined by Mike Dunlap, General Manager of Rooftech, to talk about the company's product offerings, where rayless roof mounts are today, and what they mean for project inspections in 2022. So Mike, thanks for being here. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having us, Billy. Now, I understand that Rooftech Inc. has had success with its top-down self-flashing roof mount RT Mini, and the company's moving more into rayless mounts with RT Apex. Why head in this direction now? Ah, good question, Billy. So actually, just to clarify, you know, Rooftech is actually a primarily a railless racking manufacturer. And that's really where we got our start in Japan in the mid-90s, 1994 to be exact, which actually does make us the oldest railless manufacturer on, on Earth, uh, not to mention in North America. But when we came to the United States in 2012 as the first branch off from our parent company in Japan to try to tackle the U.S. market, we approached the market with Rayless. And in 2012, Rayless was kind of a thing that was just unheard of. No one knew what it was um, very, very early on in the Rayless market in the US. So actually a couple of years later, we then adapted to the market in the US by offering a mount that was meant for rail because we have this awesome flashing, this flashing that we've been doing since 1994. It's been huge success. We got about 70% market share in other parts of the globe. And then when we came to the U.S., we have this awesome flashing, but in a method that wasn't quite yet accepted by the industry. So to shorten up that, in about 2016 or so, we ended up coming out with the Mini, or the original product, which was the adaptation of one of our railless bases to adapt to a rail-mounted system, which had huge success. Uh, at that point, everyone was able to take advantage of our proven uh, technology with our flashing, and still not have to change the entire game with rail. But what is happening in the industry now is a few things. Um, number one, the popularity of rayless for many different reasons has actually spiked in the past couple of years to where before Rooftech was pushing for rayless to be used by contractors. Now we're actually getting a lot of inquiries about like, hey, as a contractor, I want to use rayless for many reasons. Uh, you know, help us out, point us in the right direction, show us how to do this. And also, as of a few years ago, the top five solar installers in the country are all rayless installers. And obviously, these guys are the largest in the country. There's many reasons why they chose to get away from rail. Um, but in the end, that's why the popularity of recently is rayless, is because it's been a turn in the industry uh, just within the past few years. But Rooftech has always pushed rayless from the beginning. Now, with increasing aluminum prices and supply chain issues in mind, does Rayless make sense in every region? Absolutely. And that's one of the main reasons. Uh, there's two main reasons. Those are basically the two main reasons that the larger companies have chosen to go Rayless. Um, reducing costs of material and supply chain issues. Also, internal logistics uh, as a third main reason. So instead of having to have a warehouse uh, that stores these giant you know, uh, rails, you can now fit everything into small boxes on a pallet. Um, I think typically right now you can do 
roughly one pallet of product, uh, just a four by four pallet, six feet high, is typically around 10 installs, uh, roughly around six to eight KW per install. That's amazing to get into one pallet, which of course actually can be stacked. So the amount of space, if you're trying to warehouse products alone, is a huge time saver, huge space saver. Um, the other thing too, is that aluminum costs have just recently over the past three years increased about 57%. And that actually that 57% was just within the past 12 months. So this has been a huge cost uh, that we've seen spiking numbers uh, in racking in general. But the thing about rail is that the majority of their product is extruded aluminum and quite a bit of it. So just in simple analytics, we use less materials in the rail list. So we're able to offer a more fair price uh, for our, what we're dealing with. And also you get to use every single bit of that money you've spent in racking. What I mean by that is on every single job you use with rails, you pay for rail by the foot, but end up cutting off several feet of rail, which you never get to use again on each job. So you're actually causing more waste. Uh, now, hopefully most of all uh, installers are recycling that waste, but in the end, you have to pay for it twice. You pay for it once up front, and then you pay for it again when you have to actually get rid of the product. So that has been one of the major issues. We've seen a lot of people uh, asking Rootech about Railis is for those two things. Like, hey, how do I deal with the increased cost of not only my rail, but shipping that rail? And then also I want to be more effective and efficient on my installs. And that's what Railis offers. So what does it mean for solar installers that RT Apex uses fewer components than its Railis counterparts? So um, as we've seen in the recent years, other, other manufacturers are coming out with Railis products or adapting the Railis products to be more applicable to the market. And in sense, uh, have almost complicated the system. And in Rooftech in our origins, you know, it was all about simplicity and effectiveness. So honestly, you can do an entire rail-less system with Rooftech with three components, a base, an end clamp, and a mid clamp. Very similar to what a rail, although the rail would be the bases, the rails, the end clamps, and the mid clamps. So those three components is actually the only thing you really need to do a Rooftech mount system. And that would be a four-point deck connection system. Bases, ends, mids, that's all. Now, of course, you can get more fancy with our product and all we have probably about 11 or 12 parts that you can add to that, um, such as aesthetically pleasing skirts uh, or such as module splices, if your modules allow for that to do additional bonding or increase your spans for Raptor attachments. So there's many different ways to use the product. And in fact, we are the most diverse uh, railless system out there because we offer deck attachment. Uh, rafter attachment, hybrid attachment, which is combination of deck and rafter. And we also offer something which is really new to the industry in general. We specifically tested if someone uses a base and is going for a rafter, but yet they miss that rafter, we offer something called offset rafter values, which is really cool. So what we're trying to do here is that no matter where you put down one of our bases, you will not have to remove it and it will retain some structural value. So it's, uh, it's actually really neat that we do offer all this stuff, but the simplicity fact is that you only need three parts uh, versus these other companies that may be saying that you actually need eight or nine parts uh, just to help offer a basic system. So how do inspections differ between rail-based and rail-less installations? And what are midpoint inspections? So this is kind of a I wouldn't say an anomaly, but kind of a recent development uh, over the past few years is that some jurisdictions are now 
implementing what they would call a midpoint inspection or a bonding inspection. When you're doing a rail job, uh, what this means in those areas is that you would only be allowed to set your bases or your mounts, your flashings, your L feet and your rail, but then you'd actually have to stop the job, wait for the building inspector to come out and do a bonding inspection for continuity. They would make sure that everything was properly connected and bonded within that rail system before you lay the modules. Now, if you're lucky enough to be in a very small jurisdiction, like there's jurisdictions in Arkansas that are actually implementing this, and in those jurisdictions, perhaps you can time that out well to where the inspector can come right when you want him to come and you don't actually have to wait a day. But unfortunately, in places like New Jersey, where this is also implemented, you could be waiting a few days for this because that jurisdiction is very busy with solar installs and everyone needs to have this midpoint inspection. So what Rayless comes into play with the midpoint inspection is all of our bonding and all of our continuity comes within the module itself. So because we don't use rails, we actually use the structural, the structural viability of the module itself to make our spans, which also means that we bond through the modules. So we're actually exempt, or and this applies to most of all railists, just not just roof tech, to make that clear. Railist companies or railist manufacturers are actually exempt from this particular uh, inspection because they actually don't have anything to check until the modules are installed. So no one has to wait for that midpoint inspection when using railists. So that's why you see such a large influx of railists in those jurisdictions. So as a contractor, theoretically, I find out that my jurisdiction is now gonna be implementing midpoint inspections, and I'm trying to get more than a job done a day or at least one job done a day, that is gonna prompt me to look at other options to continue my own efficiency. And by doing so, uh, I would be looking at choosing a railless product to do that. Now, what separates RoofTech from the rest of the non-traditional flashing options offered by the other racking manufacturers? Well, I would say number one, is our experience. Um, so when I mentioned before that we came to the United States in 2012 with this brand new railless product, um, there were two reasons why we were not generally accepted here in the US. Number one, no one was doing railless and railless seemed to be kind of a thing, you know, it was crazy. But number two was our type of flashing. Uh, when we came to the market in 2012, these other types of flashings were non-existent. Uh, all you had to choose or the only options you had were traditional metal flashings. So that was also something we had to overcome. Now, luckily for RoofTech, we came to the United States with an incredible amount of data. We came to the United States with data from 1994 all the way up to 2012, proving that our flashing was actually viable um, and you're not going to be the test subject in field data for us. But that did take a while for people to slowly accept. And then by a few years later, boom randomly or rapidly accepted, and mainly because of our data. We are probably the most tested and certified flashing on the market, and not a single other top-down flashing or non-traditional flashing has as much field experience as we do. Um, most of our competitors uh, saw the success we were having with our product, and then about two years ago started to develop their own versions, which are very different from ours. Uh, in our mind, we found that there was basically one effective way of doing a top-down flashing, and now we're seeing all these other manufacturers attempt different styles. And unfortunately, um, you know, these, and I'm saying that these styles may or may not work eventually, but right now, it's all about how long they have been out in the market, and do you trust their longevity? 
Um, so we already have that. We've already proven that we're 28 years of uh, field experience with no issues, no warranty issues, and no product failures. And this was something that we developed uh, through trial and error in the early 90s and then came up with a solution, which we have never changed. Our flashing, our combination of our alpha seal with our screws has not changed in 28 years and has been effective and efficient ever since. So that's number one, is uh, definitely the field data and the amount of experience that we have. And I encourage everyone to uh, evaluate non-traditional flashings, but make sure you're evaluating their certifications and their years in the field. We have about 14 certifications, uh, starting with um, our ICC certification, ESR 3575, which the ICC, International Code Council, which oversees the IBC and the IRC, the International Building Code and Residential Codes, have approved our flashings to be used on asphalt, metal, EPDM, TPO, and SBS. Um, that's another point I'd like to make is that also when you're evaluating a top-down flashing or non-traditional flashing, evaluate what it can be used for. Traditional flashings are pretty limited, basically uh, pitched uh, asphalt roofs, but non-traditional flashings can be expanded more than that. Ours can be used on both high slope and low slope, which that ICC document clearly states high and low slope on all of those products, um, along with the 13 other certifications that we also have, including the HVHC from the state of Florida for high wind zones for Miami-Dade. So our product can be used in any region of the globe. Uh, we have a huge market share in the Northern Territories of uh, Canada, and we also have a good share uh, down in the tip of Florida. So there's no limitations to our product. Uh, which is also something that you would want to verify uh, from any other non-traditional metal flashes. All right, Mike, I appreciate you being here. Yeah, once again, thanks for having us. Always happy to talk about our product. And in the end, I really just want to make a point to all contractors to fully evaluate uh, any new products that they are going to be looking into. Uh, and if anyone does have any questions, uh, always feel free to reach out to RoofTech. We would be happy to share our knowledge and experience of non-traditional flashes. I'm Billy Lou with Solar Power World.